Welcome to episode number 32 of the Outside Scoop podcast. Dustin Stortzum, the unfamiliar voice, is back uh, alongside uh, Jackson Bruce, the 2019 Expedition League uh, uh, GM of the Year and future Expedition League Hall of Famer, which should be coming sooner rather than later um, at this point. Jackson, nice to nice to hear from you again, and uh, I'm happy to be back. Dude, I'm so happy you're back <laughs> after all your degenerate gambling and uh, saving cats from trees and every excuse i gave the people about you you know you know i'm handing out my lamborghinis to people it's just it's a it's a rough life i've been living lately but i'm happy to be back um and and here we are episode 32 i'm i'm excited man i'm i'm just ready to rock you you, dude you missed a good juicy episode last time you know what that's that's what i heard and the uh, exclusive I haven't had an, a, a chance to go listen to it yet, so I think that's what I'm going to do on my way up to slow pitch softball tonight. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm playing slow pitch tonight, too. Are you? How I many am. games do you have? Uh, I have two. You got two games? So do I. Eight and nine o'clock tonight. I got seven and eight. You got seven and eight? You got the early games? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, this is going to be my second week of slow pitch softball. Last week, dude, I swear to God, as soon as I stepped foot on the field, I was sweating. I mean, just sweat dripping. Oh. So, uh, you're getting I'll the be, shape. Get in the shape. No, I got to get in the shape, but uh, it felt good to get back out there and you know feel that competitive edge once again. Dude, I love slow pitch. I drink bush lights and hit singles. Now, are you in like lower league? Are you in church league? No, I'm upper. Oh, you're upper and you're still drinking beers, dude. You're still yeah. pounding down the bush lattes. Yeah, dude. Who takes softball that seriously? I don't, I'm in lower league and I don't even drink beer before I play. Dude, it's not before. Oh, uh, you're drinking after? No, that's during. You're during? Ah, oh, no, no. There's no beer drinking during the game. Absolutely not. What? Yeah. Even even in lower league, dude, we don't do that here in Nebraska. They take it pretty serious. Oh, dude, we're out here hitting dingers and me singles, but we're all drinking beers. We're having a good time. <laughs> we love that. You got to have the guy that gets on, that, you know, station to station, baby. And that's what like, Jackson Bruce is. I hit like 750. Real, real quick, real quick. Um... I have to ask you this. Did Tyler play in the slow pitch softball game? No, I don't. I don't think so. He did not play in the in the fans and coaches. Oh, yeah, he played in that. How how'd he do? Dude, that game was kind of just crapshoot. Oh, it was? I got, I got a nice left-handed double, tried to stretch it into a triple. Tyler got out. Tyler got out every time or what? Uh, he got a single one time. It was oh, like one for two. Me. I only had one A-B. He told me he went four for four. Oh, he didn't go. He didn't go four for four. Yeah, that's what he told me. He said he went four for four. Nobody even had four abs in that game. <laughs> All right. Well, that just adds on the 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 saga of I two Afro. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want to get into the podcast? I I am ready. You ready for some buzzword? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. The first one. These are some words that I never thought I'd say. James Harden is taking a pay cut to return to the Philadelphia 76ers because he's looking to win. Uh, Whoa. I, that's exactly it. He's talked about um, there's been rumors that he was going to take the pay cut, that he had talked to the Sixers front office, said, pay who you need to pay first and then give me the rest. And that seems to be what is happening here. Harden... Um, he agreed to a two-year, $68.6 million contract, including a player option for the 23-24 season. The deal guarantees Harden $33 million for next season and the opportunity to, to decline his $35.6 million player option 
and negotiate another free agent deal next summer. Harden, who had declined a $47.4 million player option for the next season, delivered the 76ers' salary cap flexibility with this pay cut, allowing the team to sign P.J. Tucker and Danuel House by using the mid-level and biannual exceptions. And then they also have the ability to get DeAnthony Melton in a draft night trade with Memphis. So he rejected $47.4 million and now is going to make $33 million. What's your buzzword for James Harden taking a pay cut to win? Finally. Finally. Finally, he wants to win. Um, I, you know, obviously, you got to go get your bag, right? Young in your career, you're in your prime, you want your bag. Um, and, and finally, you know, maybe James Harden has finally found his happy place with the 76ers. He's kind of bounced around a little bit. Uh, really didn't find his footing in Houston, you know, was with Brooklyn for a while or for a little while and uh, obviously didn't work out there. And, you know, now going to the 76ers, he, he thinks that he's got a good team here. His stats are a little down from, you know, um, previous seasons. He only scored 22 points a game uh, this last year. That's down from 25. Although, although he's not scoring as much, his total rebounds have gone up by uh, two a game and his assists have gone up by four a game. So, uh, you know, I, I think this is a, a good idea for James Harden. He wants to win. He's going to be 33 years old uh, this upcoming season. And, uh, yeah, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a great move for him. I think it's a great move for the 76ers as well. I agree. Um, I, I'm shocked. That's my buzzword. I'm shocked. Uh, James Harden has come off as one of the most selfish players in the NBA, but this isn't a selfish move. Um, he is reunited because the president of basketball operations with the Sixers is Daryl Morey, who was the general manager in Houston during Harden's long stay in Houston. Uh, so it sounds like they work together really well. Harden seems as if he wants to be in Philadelphia and he wants to win in Philadelphia. He must like playing with Joel Embiid. He must have really hated playing with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. So, yeah, this is a, this is a shocking move for me. It's not James Harden-esque, but you know what? Uh, James Harden is one of the least likable players in the NBA, and I think this makes him just a little more likable for the average NBA fan like myself. So uh, I, good for James. Good for him. I hope it works out for him, and uh, he stays in Philly for a while and doesn't do much more team hopping because <laughs> he has been bouncing around a little bit of late. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. It's ho- hopefully he'll be able to stick. Um, you know, James Harden is fun to watch when he's on top of his game. So uh, it seems like he's happy. He wants to win, and uh, we'll see how it unfolds this upcoming season. The East is going to be tough. The East, East is, is going to be tough. But you know what? You know, Finally, I and then I'm I'm just waiting for the Lakers to get rid of Russell Westbrook so Russell Westbrook can play for like the seventh team in the last four <laughs> years or whatever. He's just playing for everybody these days so good for james harden for sticking it out in philly um he's no Giannis though you know signing that super max with milwaukee last summer was like the highlight i thought that was awesome i mean the the problem with russ is like if you get rid of russ you're gonna have to eat that contract because nobody wants him for that much money so i mean the the lakers are kind of in a bind right now because even if you get rid of him like you don't free up any cap space because you're gonna have to you know eat that salary so no i wouldn't um, want him you know, you could you could ship him to to Brooklyn for Kyrie, but you know, what's what's that uh, salary tax going to cost you, right? If you're the Lakers, so put Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook on the same team again. Yeah, do it. Why not? I'd say so. Bring it back. They almost they almost won a championship. 
they went they, to the finals together. They they did, but they're gonna have to battle their old old teammate James Harden for it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. And Giannis is supermax. Oh yeah. So, GG's in the chat. All right, you ready for the next one? Let's do it. All right. So there's this dude in Virginia. He's living every man's dream. He is going to eat Taco Bell for the next 30 days and nothing but Taco Bell for the next 30 days to prove that someone can eat a healthy diet eating nothing but fast food. Sam Reed told the TV station in Virginia that he was motivated by a news article that claimed that Taco Bell is one of the healthiest fast food restaurants. He said he'll eat three meals a day at Taco Bell and will consume each menu item at least once. He says his hypothesis is that healthy fast food can actually help you become healthier. He intends to have checkups with a doctor during his 30-day Taco Bell diet. And if he can successfully prove someone can consume a healthy diet eating nothing but Taco Bell, he said he would it could eliminate the stigma around consuming fast food. I think that it would be really beneficial for people to not demonize that what they eat or maybe glorify looking a certain way, but it's more about the relationship that we have with our food. So Taco Bell boasts 75% of its menu items contain under 500 calories. It also says that customers can request items to be made fresco style, which replaces items typically higher in calories and fat like mayo-based sauces, cheeses, and reduced fat sour cream with freshly prepared diced tomatoes. And by doing that, Taco Bell said calorie counts and some items can go down 25%. So now that we've learned about Taco Bell being healthy, and this guy is going to try to prove that Taco Bell is healthy, what is your buzzword for this guy eating Taco Bell three times a day, only only Taco Bell three times a day for 30 days? I'm going to say, I'm just going to say runny. Ooh, is it runny? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what that toilet looks like uh. <laughs> after every single day, uh, you know, eating that Taco Bell, man. I, I eat Taco Bell, you know once a month and I don't want to look at my toilet after I'm done with it. So eating it three times a day for 30 days. Ooh, Ooh, dude, my insides are like hurting right now. Just thinking about it. Dude, when I eat, just thinking about it. yo, when I get like, <laughs> when I have a fun night out at the, out at the bar, like if I'm in a place with a Taco Bell and I, I've had a few too many, I got my DD always go through Taco Bell drive through. And then I end up waking up at like 4 a.m. With just some nasty like heartburn and acid reflux going on. Like I can eat it during the day, but late night it's it's a little Ooh. iffy. And then sometimes if you drink too much, then you got it coming out one end, and then you know something coming out the other. So yeah, you're, just, you're just a mess. Oh. I had that happen to me not too long ago, Jackson Bruce. Fourth uh, of July weekend. That's I. Uh, <laughs> you know, had it coming out one end, and then all of a sudden I'm sitting on the toilet and I go, "Uh oh, this isn't good." <laughs> Start coming out the other two. Those are Not those good. are tough scenes, man. Those they are, are tough, scenes. tough scenes. For me, with this, I would say groundbreaking. If this guy okay. can prove that he can live a healthy lifestyle eating Taco Bell every day, three times a day exclusively, I'm telling you, like we've. If we can prove that before we cure cancer, dude, this guy should win a Nobel Prize. I mean, <laughs> just think about this. Taco Bell, like everyone tells you, do not eat fast food. You're going to get fat. Do not eat fast food. It's terrible for you. Whatever, whatever. This guy is about to prove to us that we can, in fact, walk on the moon. And we are going to do it 
to the tune of eating Taco Bell every day for 30 days and only Taco Bell. And if he does this, man, I'm telling you, this guy better get the Presidential Medal of Freedom. This guy better get the Nobel Peace Prize. This guy better get every prize in the book if he can prove that it's healthy. This would be incredible. What happens, though? What happens if this guy, like, goes into his checkups and he just keeps getting more and more healthy? Like, his blood pressure starts to go down. And, like, his cholesterol starts to go down. And everything like that. What happens there? Wouldn't that be I mean, incredible? That's, that's, that's great news for Taco Bell, right? Huge news. I mean, just, I mean, that is... That's like signing Juan Soto to a 15-year, $440 million deal. Yeah, it'd be too good to be true is what it, it would, would be. be. Because I, it would be. And you know what? I'm going to just do a little side note on that Juan Soto thing. The Nationals can cry all they want, but the annual salary on that deal is below market value even today. So just imagine right. what it would be in 15 years. Get out of here with I, that. Nationals can I, cry about it, not charter his flight, whatever. I'm sick of that organization. Poverty franchise do not care. Juan Soto is for the birds, baby. I love Cardinals Juan are about Soto. to have the best lineup in all of baseball. Who are you Juan trading Soto's for Juan Soto? Well, we have one of the best farm systems in all of baseball. What are you talking about? Who? who? Name one prospect you're going to trade for Juan Soto. What? Who are you going to trade Walker, for? Him? Mason Wynn. We've got, we, look, we have a plethora of outfield talent. We've got Tyler O'Neill. You could trade off Dylan Carlson's only 23 years old. Like, he, are you telling me that Matthew Lebrator? Uh, Ooh, Matthew Lebrator. Who, who else do I have the name? Matthew Lebrator. Andrew Kisner. See ya. You can we give him we can give him two MLB ready players right now. Andrew Kisner and and Dylan Carlson. As Andrew Kisner, that guy. What do you what? That guy stinks. He hasn't hardly had any at bats. How yeah, are you supposed stinks. to be good when you don't get constant at bats? He stinks. So you got to trade Jordan Walker in that trade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, you're gonna have to give up the farm system for him. I I. I think, it would have to be a sign and trade. There's no way St. Louis trades the farm system for two and a half years of Juan Soto. Oh, yeah. There's no way. No doubt about it. But I'd say you trade Jordan Walker, Dylan Carlson. Nobody wants Tyler O'Neill. What? Nobody wants him. Stop. What, what was Tyler I mean, O'Neill doing? I'll keep him. I'll keep him. I don't care. Okay. I, when Tyler O'Neill's healthy, he's he's the GOAT, baby. Tyler O'Neill is not any GOAT. Dude, he's he is, he's he's also the best-looking player in baseball. Do not care about that either. Four home runs, 239 bat, 239 batting average. We're looking at batting average, eight OBP. His OPS is 650, dude. This guy's He's stupid. been hurt all year. He's been hurt all year, dude. Then what happened all year? Because it looks hurt. like he has 176 ABs. He's been hurt. What's he gonna? What's he doing? During He's those still on the ABs? right now. You know who you need? You, I need think a, you need the best player in baseball. You need Raffy, baby. I don't. We don't need Raffy. We have Nolan Arenado, the better third baseman. That is not true. Yes, it Look is. At those war numbers, baby. Actually, his his war is higher simply because of his uh, defense. But anyway, exactly, exactly. Point. <laughs> case closed. Case closed. He's six years younger case. than Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado. That's fine. We have Nolan Arenado under control till twenty twenty six. I don't care. To twenty twenty six. Yo, if the Red Sox don't sign Raphael Devers, I'm gonna be so mad. Like you have no idea how upset I would be. I I'd be oh. Ugh. Just the thought we'll of it. You. Just the we'll thought of you. it makes me mad. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Yankees. No, it's not even the Yankees. Raphael will be back, baby. He'll be back. He's still got a year. We still got a little time, but they need to sign him now. They need to sign him to like a 10-year, $330 million deal. That'd be perfect. You think he'd take 330 for 10 years? Give him 350 How about four? Oh, no. 
Four for ten? No. Not four for Why ten. Why not? Because Come we on. don't no. Four for ten? Come I mean maybe. On. I mean maybe. I I'd say I'd be I'd say three sixty is my max. Ten right, for three sixty uh for Rafi. And um I don't know. It's embarrassing though, because uh, the latest report was they offered him a Matt Olson type contract. Eight Ooh. years, one hundred sixty-eight mil. Get out of here with that. Oh no! What? Yeah. So they're gross. a little Listen, far I, apart right now. That's I give Rafi crap just because you're a Red Sox fan, but he's a he's a really good player. Rafi is a fantastic ball player. He yeah. deserves much more than that, and he's fun to watch. I'll oh. admit, he's that guy's a blast to watch on TV. Did you see him? Try, uh, Garrett Cole tried to kneecap him the other day. He went to the ground, and uh, <laughs> the camera caught him just like staring at Garrett Cole as he lays on the ground. <laughs> I love, I love him. You know who I don't like though. If we're gonna talk who? about some old Red Sox, if we're gonna talk about people who played third base for the Red Sox, Pablo Sandoval. So Pablo Sandoval, some reason GQ decided they were gonna interview this clown. I don't know how, you know, GQ is like a big publication. And somebody at GQ said, you know who should interview this month? Pablo Sandoval. Why? I don't know. But uh, so they asked, um, they were asking Pablo Sandoval about his time in Boston. And in the new profile, he said he should have stayed with the Giants instead of signing with the Red Sox. He said, I know I learned my lesson, but I'm happy I went through it because I kept my eyes open and learned a lot of things. So he signed a five-year, $95 million deal um, uh, with the Red Sox after being a fan favorite in San Francisco. And during his time with the Red Sox, his first year, he hit 245 in 126 games. And then after that, he was released after two more seasons where he played like 26 total games. Uh, yeah, he was bad. He was so bad. He got he got fat. Uh, he took a swing and it broke his belt. He was so out of shape. <laughs> I want to know your buzzword for Pablo Sandoval regretting signing in Boston. Panda, 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 panda. <laughs> uh, that I, that's my buzzword right there. Panda, panda, panda. Um, this this guy. How how can you regret signing somewhere where you were literally just terrible in collecting a paycheck? How can you regret doing that? Like, wh- what's there to regret? You got all this money for doing nothing but eat junk food, you know, becoming out of shape and breaking your belts. How can you be mad at signing? You know, all that money. Yeah, I don't care. If you were successful or not, I'd be thankful that I had the opportunity to sign a massive contract like that and then just be able to, you know, waste my my years away somewhere. I mean, I don't I don't know. Pablo's, I don't see any reason to regret it. But, was there any reason? Did he say really why? He said he didn't like the fans in Boston. They were too hard oh. on him. <laughs> well, blah, 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 blah. blah. You know, if you wanted to go somewhere where the fans love you, go to like Miami where they don't have fans or Tampa Bay where they also don't have fans. Or, you know, stay in San Francisco. Or they actually liked you there. No, my thing with Sandoval here is, um, one, this guy just, he was so bad in Boston. And now I'm going to, you know, I've I've bashed my dad on here before, but here's the biggest Andy Bruce shot I'm going to take. I quit listening to my dad's opinions on who the Red Sox should sign after he told me they should sign Pablo Sandoval. And that whole offseason, he's like, they got to sign him. He knows how to win. He need, they need him. And now look at him. Look at this. 
He's a bum. And so I don't listen to my dad when it comes to who the Red Sox should sign anymore. My buzzword for this is yawn. Because you know what, Pablo? Everybody. So this has been on Twitter today. And everybody who quotes the story says, we regret it too. <laughs> they don't care. They, it's just honestly so bad. And he was just the worst. I'm so glad he's gone. And I'm surprised we even heard about Pablo Sandoval with the Red Sox again. Because I thought that chapter in MLB history was gone. And I'd never have to hear about it ever again. Okay, here, here's another sore subject is uh is boston still playing or paying david price yeah after this season he's off the books oh, okay sandoval I, got I paid like all the way through last year i i seen he was like he was pitching in relief for the dodgers i go wow this guy's really just falling off well they traded him to los angeles in the mookie Betts trade right 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 and so they and, only have to pay uh they took on more of his salary to get a better package so that's fair enough. I was just like, he came into relief against the Cardinals the other night. I go, dude, I have not heard of David Price in so long. And he's coming in in like the sixth inning in a blowout game. I'm like, what's going on here? And the thing about David Price is I'm not even mad about that contract because one, they got a World Series with him. And in that World Series, he should have been the World Series MVP. I love Steve Pierce, but David Price absolutely killed it that postseason. So I will say that David Price kind of pulled a John Lackey. We all didn't like him. Uh, but then he stepped it up in the World Series, showed he could be likable, and then, okay. So I like John Lackey. I don't mind David Price. Uh, but Pablo Sandoval stinks. He's horrid. <laughs> he's he's playing down in Mexico now. He's, he's terrible. Oh, is he still playing? Yeah, he's in Mexico. Playing in the Mexican oh. League. He, so he stinks. I just, I just found this fun fact. Uh Kyler Murray, right? I mean, kind of, kind of baseball-ish. You know, he got drafted uh, ninth overall. Yeah. Uh, decided to go play football. He's set to make forty-six point one million dollars a year, right, with this new uh, contract extension yep. with the Arizona Cardinals. The Oakland A's, the team who drafted him ninth overall in twenty eighteen, they have a payroll of forty-eight point five million dollars. The Oakland Athletics should be ashamed of what <laughs> product they put out there. Well, they also screwed over their all-star, right? Like, they were going to make him fly commercial, and the Astros were like, nah, like, he can come on our charter plane. Yeah, yeah, Paul Blackburn. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, the A's are, if we're talking about poverty franchises in sports, the Oakland Athletics are number one. Completely number one. And there's just no respect there. There's no respect for the players. There's no respect for the fans. And it's a billionaire owner who's spending less than $50 million on payroll. That's horrible. He um, blames um, being a small market. There's a there's a ton of A's fans who want to go to these games, and he keeps upping the price, even though the team keeps going downhill. Calling him that's another guy banned from the podcast. Oh, are we adding someone else to the banned podcast list? Yeah, Manfred S W, Oakland A's owner, gone. <laughs> I think we need to have S W on here, and you two just completely <laughs> go at each other i ain't going i ain't no he hey, can call on, it would me. be worth it he can call me like he said he was gonna call me you wouldn't you wouldn't put it on the pod oh, me put it on you the pod i mean you could you could technically i mean you could you know record the phone conversation <laughs> put it on <laughs> oh jeez. i i have a i have a recording of a conversation we could put on here oh jeez. not please. with sw but no if he if wags wants to come and talk to me that's fine uh, he's not going to want to talk to me here in the next couple of weeks, though. Big news coming. 
Well, we're actually uh, going to break it on the pod. Are we? We are going to break it on the pod when this becomes official. So get ready. Wow. That will be the true inside wow. scoop on the scoop. So let's go. Let's go. Should we take I, a commercial break? Let's take a quick break. Tell tell the folks about our uh, our amazing sponsor. Yeah. You know, let's hear a message from our sponsor, Masterpiece. They're a great, they're a great partner of ours, Bristol and his staff. They'll they'll hook you up. Just you know, listen to this ad and uh, stop on down to their their shop. Masterpiece and Pier is your one stop smoke shop. They have disposable vapes, kratom for pain and energy, hemp products, and smoking accessories, along with apparel, backpacks, and local artwork. Masterpiece is located at 111 East Capitol Avenue in Pier. Give them a call at 605-295-2250 or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Always great hearing from uh, Masterpiece, and we, you know, always happy that they decide to come on as a sponsor. And I know that there's been some people that listen to the podcast that have been into Masterpiece, and uh, they also love it. So, shout out Masterpiece, great place. Jackson took me in there right before I uh, went back to Nebraska, and uh, it's a, it's an awesome place. You should definitely go check it out. For sure. You ready for some WWID? Yeah, let's get into it. All right, first one. A group that had removed more than 400 pounds of garbage from a Texas park found something special among the trash. A message in a bottle launched 27 years earlier. Members of the Keep La Marque Beautiful Commission said they removed more than 400 pounds of garbage during their coffee and cleanup event at Highland Bayou Park. Uh, participant per- Terry Pettijohn said he was cleaning up the shoreline when he found the message in a bottle. Uh, The message inside the bottle included two phone numbers, but both were out of service. Group members searched the four signatures on Facebook and were able to contact Brian Standifer, one of the message's authors. Um, He said, I had to do a double take on the piece of cardboard, Standifer said. Um, I thought, that's my phone number. That's my handwriting. That's my signature. Stanford said that he and three friends were 10 years old in 1995 when they launched the bottle about two miles away from where it was found. Stanford said he remained close friends with the other three message authors, but one of them died about a year and a half ago. He said this gives him goosebumps, and he had something to do with it, shining down, saying everything is going to be okay. My question to you, because this is a kind of a cool story. It's, you know, you don't expect those things to resurface, and they did. And I mean, 400 pounds of trash, how did you know there was a message in a bottle type thing? So that's kind of neat. Um, my question to you is, if you put a message in a bottle 27 years ago, what uh, put a message in a bottle today and it's found 27 years later, what would you say <laughs> in that message? Um, so I would, uh, dude, uh, I would start my own religion. <laughs> Just really mess with these people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to mess with people. And, like, someone's going to find They're going to be like, oh, my God, like, this is the message of, you know, <laughs> Jesus part two. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a whole new religion. Um, you know, there's going to be some wonky stories in there. And uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, prank people. And then Ashton Kutcher is going to come out with the, with his camera crew and say it's a prank. Uh, no, but I don't know. I don't know what I would write in there. Um, that's a, that's a really good question. I think the whole, like, you know, making a new religion thing would be funny, but mm-hmm. you know, when it, when it 
when it goes worldwide, prestige worldwide, I think it'd be kind of scary. So maybe I'll just write a simple message like uh, the Earth's in shambles. Um, COVID took everyone out. And if you're reading this, you know, congratulations, you made it. I like that. I like the apocalyptic. Yeah. Either apocalyptic or I'm starting my own religion. Yeah. I I still want to scare somebody. You got to scare somebody. Like, um, oh, you could have one. Like you put it in like the river. Okay. And be like this, uh, been stranded for 46 days. I'm barely surviving. Or, or like make up a fake location for like, you know, like, oh, I, I buried gold here. Or I oh, buried yeah. a million dollars at this location. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would be like, yo, on my last legs, if somebody doesn't come to me in the next two days, I'm dying. Here's where my body is. Lo- here's where my body will be located. And then I'll Ooh. like bury, I will bury like a fake skeleton. Like a mannequin. No, like or something a, like like you know like those skeletons you can buy on Halloween. Oh, like like in science class. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I would bury one in the exact location that I put. Oh, that would be good. And then, uh, and then when they go to find me, they will think that I'm dead. And then there's going to be a whole report on it. You know, the town's going to be in shambles. Yep, they're going to be in shambles. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's what happened and- to that guy. And then you're going to resurrect, and then you just created your own religion. Boom. Look at that. It all it all circles back to a new religion in a bottle. I, I'd be more <laughs> like Kenny Powers, though. <laughs> I fake my own death, and then bam, here I am, baby. Here he is. I love it. All right. Next, WWYD. This man in England soaking up the sun and also at the same time makes me wonder how people in Great Britain think that they are superior after losing in 1776 because this is some proof right here why they lost a guy in the UK during their heat wave which by the way it's like 104 degrees they're like (coughs) they're like upset they think that 104 degrees is bad it was 110 degrees here the other day it happens every year this guy in a TikTok clip is in like it looks like a yard waste bin and he's soaking up the sun, got just soaking in some uh, in the water, got himself a drink. And somebody started recording him on TikTok and um, asking him why he was doing it. And uh, he said, what? I'm not allowed to have a cocktail in my own bin. It's a celebration for normal <laughs> English people like me. So <laughs> now, now we see why Britain is the way it is. They think it's normal to just have a cocktail in their uh, waste bin. Um, so then, um, then the guy gets angry and asks if he wants to fight. And then by the end of the video, he ends up not being able to get out cleanly and falls over. So my question is, what are you making into a pool? What am I making into a pool? Yeah, what are you soaking up the sun in? What do you? What do you? you know, uh, th- this isn't like unique by any term, by any means. Uh, but a cow tank. Oh, dude, I've swam in a cow tank before. Yeah, cow tank. You ever been tanking before? Oh yeah, I've been tanking. Anything like that? Yeah. There's nothing better than uh, filling up the old cow tank, or uh, you know, going down the river in a cow tank and drinking some some Bud Lights, making sure it's a bad day for one of those. Um, yeah, my, my answer is pretty simple. It's not unique or anything, but, uh, you can never go wrong with a cow tank. 
I will say there's probably better things than tanking because like I'd rather be in a pool than a cow tank. I'll be completely honest, just simply for the uh, the cleanliness factor. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Oh. Uh, but that that adds on to it, you know. That adds on to the to the fun. I, I suppose. <laughs> I, I I did it a few times as a kid out uh, at a couple of ranches, but uh, I'm just trying to think. What would I want? I'm not. I want more room than a waste bin. That's for sure. Uh, I'd probably. What do I make into a pool? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, what's something easy to fill up? I mean, I could probably do like a big old like. Cause this is the thing, like in the, in the waste bin, you have to stand up in it the whole time. I think that if I were to take like, you know, one of those totes, like a nice long tote that you would use to move stuff or store stuff, fill that up with some nice cool water. I think, I think we'd be, we'd be popping. Okay. All I think, right. I think that would be a real, I think, and you can like, you can soak in it kind of like an ice bath. So it's nice and comfortable. Put a little seed in there. I think that's what I'm rolling with. All right. I like that. I like that. You got our last WWYD topic? Yeah, this is a crazy story. This is uh, out of Mississippi. We're going down south, Mr. Bruce. Not Florida this time. I know Florida's got some crazy stories we've talked about in the past, but this one is out of the uh, the great state of Mississippi. Um, a Florida free, a woman. A Florida free WWYD? Dude, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, a woman is claiming that a Burger King in Mississippi served her daughter a half-smoked cigarette with her chicken fries. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they must have ran out of chicken fries. They're like, oh, man, we, you know, this is an eight-piece chicken fry. We're at, we're at seven right now. We got to finish this off. So someone smoked a, half of a cigarette and threw it in, Mr. Bruce. Um, <laughs> you know, you hear about this stuff every now and then that there's something weird found in you know, your, your bag at a fast food restaurant or something mm-hmm. like that. But this is like above and beyond because they knew you knew that cigarette was in there. Yes. Right. And you sealed it. You sealed those chicken fries shut in the little container. Um, so my buzz were, or my, uh, my question for you is what would you do if you opened up your chicken fries, man, you're like, man, I've been craving some chicken fries from Burger King. And all of a sudden there's a half smoked cigarette, uh, in, in your little chicken fries <clears throat> box. What are you doing? I am going back in to Burger King and I'm asking them to give me a free beer so I can have a beer with my smoke because I am going to smoke the rest of that cigarette. (laughs) 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 Oh, I am going to, it's half smoked. I'm like, well, we better get this thing finished off. So I'm going to go in, ask them for a nice, nice cold beer so I can have a drink with my smoke. Wait, you're going to the Burger King and asking for a beer? Yeah, because I'm going to make sure they know that they gave me a half a cigarette, and then I'm going to shock them and be like, so where's my beer so I can drink while I smoke? Okay. But then if if they don't got one, then I'm going right across to the Alley Cat Casino, grabbing a beer there and smoking it in the parking lot after I have my chicken fries. Are you letting everybody know, like, in the parking lot that you got a half-smoked cigarette, too? Like, Are you like, yo, I got this cigarette in my chicken fries... Yeah, I got this. This was my, this is my adult uh, Burger King kids meal, because okay. I got a toy with my with my food. Check it out. This is my prize right. for the day. It's like getting something in a Cracker Jack's bag. You know, I I think what I would do, I, I'm gonna smoke the cigarette too. I'm gonna put on some aviators though. 
mm-hmm. put on the aviators gonna kick out a lawn chair i might join you i might join you for a smoke yeah um, because they got to give you know they got to give me a half too to make it a hole that's true so so you know what i'll, I'll bring the aviators out I'll, I'll shave my beard i'll have just a mustache we'll go top gun and uh we'll smoke some cigs smoke some maybe, cigs in the parking lot maybe maybe mr john hunt could bring us a top gun hat Ooh, top gun hat that's that's a that's an idea we're tying it in we're tying it in to mr hunt that's true yeah so maybe he'll gonna, come smoke a cig so we're gonna sit there eat chicken fries drink beer and smoke these cigarettes in the burger king parking lot yep we're smoking that sw pack i like it i dig it <laughs> Sorry. Smoking on Sorry. that pack, you, baby. You, you <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh man! So should we move on to? Um, yeah. A, we are bringing back a. We've been doing um, who you got for a while, but it's time to bring back overrated. Ready for some overrated topics? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. All right, because this is where we. This is the overrated. I think is the uh, the topic that gets our listeners going the most. Because when we when we call out something that they like and we call it overrated, they get so upset. Oh, they don't like it. They don't like it. No, but if it underrated, if we say something's underrated, they're like, and and they like it. They're like, yeah, you're right. And if they don't hear their favorite, then they're like, yeah, well, maybe they think it's still good. But overrated is when we tell people about things that we think are too overhyped. So we'll start it out with what Dustin is your most overrated fast food chain? Ooh, most overrated fast food chain. You know what? I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say Burger King. I, Burger King is overrated. I agree. Very overrated. Their burgers are gross. Your Burger King, you, your burger should be good. You are the king of burgers, and your burgers are disgusting. Um, <laughs> there are a couple good things there. I do like chicken their fries chicken fries. I do like their chicken fries without my, you know, a half cigarette in there. Yep. Um, and I also like their little Oreo shakes they got. Those are pretty busting as well. Okay. But uh, outside of that, there's not a whole lot. I mean, even their like chicken nuggets don't even taste good. So, the chicken nuggets are a dollar for eight, though. They are a dollar, yeah. So, I mean, you know, broke college student, you're you're obviously going over there getting some some chicken nuggets. But, I mean, just in general, it's it's not very good. It's not very good. My overrated fast food, I'd say In and Out's one of my overrateds, but In and Out's not really around. It's not like widespread. It's not national, so I'm not gonna go there. I will say Chick Fil A is my is my overrated. Um, fast okay. food chain. I like Chick Fil A. Don't get me wrong; it's a good, it's a good joint to eat at. I like their spicy chicken sandwiches. They got good food, but I call it overrated simply because it's so overhyped. People act like it's the best thing that they've ever had when it comes to fast food. But like, you can get a chicken sandwich at Popeyes. That's pretty darn good. You can get chicken sandwiches at a lot of places. That's pretty darn good. And you know, Chick Fil A. It's again, I will eat it. And I will have no problem eating it, and I might even suggest to eat it sometime. But the amount of hype that Chick-fil-A gets, I just don't understand it. Wow. that's I, I don't eat Chick-fil-A a lot either because there's just not, like, Chick-fil-A around here mm-hmm. where I'm from. But, um, I mean, when I go there, I enjoy their I enjoy their food. Yeah, I think it's I good. Know, I it's it's solid. Is it? I, I guess I agree in terms of, like, as hyped up as people make it, you know, I say like it is. It's not that great, but it, I think it's solid. I say it's the office of fast food. Okay, I like that. I like that comparison a lot, actually. 
because like I people like people love The Office, but it like becomes their personality trait. And same with Chick Fil A. People are like, oh, I love Chick Fil A. It's the best. It's the best. Those pe- so those same people probably love The Office. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Which I'm both of those things good, but not as good as everyone says they are. I agree. All right. Next, overrated holiday. Uh, um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's easily the most overrated holiday. Yeah, Thanksgiving sucks. <laughs> Thanksgiving sucks. Why? You know, usually like, so Easter, Easter, yeah, especially in my family, my, my cousin's in the other room, or I guess he's in the same room and he's like, especially in our family, which is true. Um, because usually like, listen, no offense, but the turkey's usually dry. It doesn't taste very good. Um it, you usually have crappy weather, right? So there's not a whole lot you can do. Every once in a while, you'll have some good weather on Thanksgiving, but usually it's pretty cold. Um, it's just the I don't know. I don't get Thanksgiving. I don't you know. What I are we giving thanks to? Well, there's not a whole lot to give thanks to, Jackson, lately. I love so, Thanksgiving. Why do you love Thanksgiving? Dude, first of all, it's your own problem if the turkey sucks. Because every turkey I, don't I have, turkey. oh, it's so good. It's the one time a year I eat turkey. I eat a lot of it. I take a nap. I watch football. Drink some wine. You know, I love Thanksgiving. I love it. Except for when my mom, when I suggest having brown gravy and she gives us ham gravy. Like, what the hell is ham gravy, mom? What are we doing? Yeah, I'm not trying to eat ham gravy. This is just ham grease. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but you know what? Give me some mashed potatoes with brown gravy, some good, or even turkey gravy, not ham gravy. I don't understand it. But my most overrated holiday, and again, I don't mind it. I have fun with it, but Halloween. What? Okay, okay, okay. At your age, not calling you old, but at your age, it's a little different than what, you know, for like people in their younger 20s. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Halloween for me right now is one of the best holidays. Yeah. You know, I'm going out, I'm a single guy going out to the bars, trying to find me, you know, a naughty nurse. Some are saying. I love dressing nurse. up for Halloween. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I actually love dressing up for Halloween. Like I was Randy Johnson one year. I was Mac Miller one year. You know, I have fun with it. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's all right. Uh, yeah, but I am old. I get that. So, but back in the day, you know, Halloween was bussing. Um, it's it's a good time. Again, my overrated topics. I'm like not bashing necessarily. I I like them. I like them. Uh, if I had to give another overrated holiday, probably like St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day is overrated. Yeah. I, my my parents made St. Patty's Day fun when we were kids. Like they would like turn the chairs like upside down. Oh, like, like a do leprechaun was in, in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like give us like green gifts. Oh, yeah. And so it was like I always enjoyed St. Patrick's Day. But uh, yeah, now as like an adult, it kind of sucks. Like how lame is it that you have to just put like food coloring in a beer and be like, we got green beers. Yeah, come on down, green beer. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. Boring. Yeah, I didn't know. Actually, I now change it. St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day is the most overrated holiday. It's really not that All right, great. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Last Solid. one. Overrated beer. Let's hear it. <laughs> Bushlight. Oh, stop. That's Bushlight a lie. Is terrible. That's a Bushlight lie. Bushlight is the worst beer on the planet. That's not true. It's the worst beer on the planet. Bushlight is terrible, disgusting, overrated. You name it. 
I don't care. I can't drink Bushlight cold. I can't drink Bushlight warm. It's not happening. Now, I will say Bush Apple is pretty good. I like Bush Apple. I could drink Bush Apple. You also like Regular Bud Light Bush Seltzers. Light. You also <laughs> like Bud Light Seltzers. Gross. Dude, Gross. Bush Light is like the closest you could get to Bud Light without being Bud Light. Bud Light is so much better than Bush that Light. That is not true. And I can't believe you, dude. There are so many beers that are worse. Nope. They're Keystone no, Bush Light. Light. Worse. Nope. Keystone like and Keystone, Keystone Light. Light better. Natural I like ice. Bud, I like Bud Light better. Bud I like Budweiser better. I like Coors Light better. That's disgusting. No, You're disgusting. Everything human. is better than Bush. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. I can't wait for the comments. I hope people listen to this oh, podcast. Oh, me too. That is the best take I'm I've ever abs- made. Dude. That's the best take I've ever made right there. Put it on TikTok. Put it on YouTube. I don't care where you put that take. Best take out there. Best take I've ever made. Possibly. This I've made is a lot the of great worst take you've podcast. ever had in your life. This is the best one I've made. This is the worst take you've ever had on this history of nope. Outside Scoop. Nope. Miller Lite is my overrated beer. Wow. Miller Lite stinks. Literally. It smells and tastes skunky. I can't drink it cold. Can't drink it anyway. I just... Miller Lite stinks. It's horrible. And now... Because and now, Miller Lite, dude. Miller Lite... Tastes like it has a half smoked cigarette in it. Now, here we go. Here's what I gotta say Keystone Light, Keystone, Keystone Ice, Natural Ice, Bud Ice, like Pabs Blue Ribbon. I'll name a bunch of beers that are way worse than Bush Light. What's wrong with you? Bush What's Light is you? king. What's wrong with you for liking Bush Light? Are you from, are you from the Midwest? Uh, yeah, I mean, Southern <laughs> Illinois, but. You're from the Midwest? Do you think you're from the Midwest? I would say so. I, I grew up in the Midwest, yeah. And you sit here and you bashed Bush Light like that? Yeah, it's disgusting. That's horrible. It's nasty. That's awful. That's the worst take you've ever had on this show. Uh, you wish it was. It, it is. It's no, the it's worst not. take. And you've had some bad takes. Okay, yeah. I've had, I've had the bad takes <laughs> on this show. Ben Roethlisberger being better than Aaron Rodgers was probably your worst take <laughs> until you just told me that Bush Light was the worst <laughs> beer you've ever had. That that's where I draw the line. I draw the line. All right. I've I've you heard have, bad you takes. You have your own opinion. You I've, have I've your heard own some opinion. bad that's takes. Fine. I've heard I've heard bad takes about um, a certain league coming back next year. I've heard bad takes about a, you know Raffy Devers not being worth the money that he's worth, and that comes from his own team's front office. But telling me Bush Light's the worst beer of all time. It's an unbelievably bad take. An unbelievably bad, bad You're just mad. take. You're just mad. You're literally, you're, you're fuming the same way our listeners do when we call something else overrated. You are feeding into their behavior. Oh, I'm right feeding now. into it. You're feeding into their behavior. I will. I will. I can't is- wait. Well, we're going to, hopefully we can cut this just small portion of the podcast up and put it on social media because you're going to get flamed for this. I'm going to get flamed for what? Saying Bush Light's good. Like, how can you sit there and tell me it's good? How can you sit there with a straight face and tell me that that beer tastes good? Do you want me to call somebody right now? Sick joke. I will call somebody right now. A sick joke. I will call somebody on my phone. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? 
I'll call. I'll call some, one of my buddies. Ghostbusters. One of your buddies. What does that have to do with anything? I could call one of my buddies and, tell, and say that Bushlight's terrible. Yeah, I could call him right now and say Bushlight is Dude, the worst. Get beer. some taste buds or some culture. Come on, grow up. Get some taste buds or grow some up. culture. Grow this up. Is, this is insanity. Grow up. This is insanity. But <laughs> we can call I two Afro and ask him. Dude, I two Afro drinks Bud Light Afro seltzers right exclusively. Should I drink? Should I drink him? I'll call him. Dude, I don't want. No, he never comes exactly. on the podcast. That is a rule. Hey, exactly. Exactly. That is a rule. So, but you know, now we call. You know, we, we call we, anyone this up. is going to be a serious social media thing. Like I'm going to round up Cut the, the masses. Up. I'm going to flame Cut you. Cut that clip up and post it. Cut that clip up and post it. I don't know how to. You can help me cut the clip up. Okay. All right. I, you're, I'm going to flame you on social you're media. You're just mad. You're just mad. But, Fine. you know, that's the podcast. I'm disgusted with Dustin's behavior. Episode Dis- number 32. I don't even want to hear your voice anymore, actually. Disgusted. I've got to give shout outs. We got new. Dude, we got a new state and we got a couple more places in Canada. Maryland was, <laughs> Maryland was added. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. Let's pull this up and give our shout outs and then we'll call it a pod. All right. I'm giving my All shout right. out as you're pulling it up. I'm giving my shout out to the great people of Saskatchewan. Thank you for listening in Saskatchewan. And also cheer for my guy, Eric Lemberg out there in Saskatchewan. I know he's out there playing for the Weyburn Beavers. He's out there playing. He had a great, he's a great guest on the podcast. Shout out to Eric. Hope you're doing well up in Weyburn, Saskatchewan. Uh, for the people in Saskatchewan listening, go Beavers. Give my go boy Beavs, Eric a shout. Baby. What? <clears throat> go Beavs, baby. Go Beavs. I want to give a special shout out to Tucson, Arizona, baby. Oh, I love Tucson. Tucson, Arizona, <laughs> baby. Special shout out to the Arizona crew. They're starting to climb up the ranks a little bit here on the. Uh, we added Mesa. On the percentage. Yeah, we added Mesa. Phoenix is up there. Phoenix is starting to climb. Tucson, though, a lot of the listeners come from there. I want to give them some love. I love uh, Tucson, Tucson, by the way. I went to a Tucson Sugar Skulls game last year. That was so much fun. Arena football. I loved it. Also, shout out to the females for overtaking the males. And, they're, you know, they've been able to keep uh, keep that lead. So they've got a 51% uh, to 49% lead. So shout out to them. We love the ladies. We love the ladies out here. All right. Well, I think that's a pod, my friend. That's a pod. We'll see you Monday, right? We'll see you Monday for a new pod. Uh, I'll be here. So see you then. See ya. Bye.